Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 20. Stephanie, I can't believe we're almost in May. Flying by. It's, it is. What a beautiful day today is, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Nice yesterday. Nice today. Mm-hmm. And then I think like 43 and rain. It's a little bit That's up and spring, down. Though, right? It's a little bit up and down. Yes. Have you been mowing your grass? No. I got to do it. Wow. I got to do it. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with all of that. I need to do it probably today. Yeah. Well, good luck with all of that. <laughs> well, hey, we want to welcome everybody to Direct Line. We've got a great show today. Jim Russell and Beth Bray Connect are going to be with us talking about mental health a little bit later mm-hmm. in the show. But I want to start today with um, something we talked about off air last right. week. And I don't know, would you say we had a spat? We well, how would you had describe a, it? We kind of had a spat. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you were too happy with where I landed. Well, I yeah, again, it's all good, but um, n- normally we're, we're in the neighborhood right. of similar thought, but sure. I think we're on different pages on this. And so American Idol, full disclosure, I rarely watch American mm-hmm. Idol. Um, I, th- I I can't remember if I said this on air or out there. The last time I remember watching American Idol was the guy that sang the song Pants on the Ground. <laughs> and that's probably ago. been, what, like 20 years ago or right. longer, maybe? Right. Long, long time ago. So um, here's the, the article, the headline, American Idol Contestant Quits After Katy Perry Mom Shames Her. And uh, American Idol contestant, mother of three, garnered much sympathy after critics accused Judge Katy Perry of mom shaming, and she abruptly quit the show after her Hollywood Week performance. And so I'm not a big Katy Perry fan for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Katy Perry's been very outspoken, you know, that uh, she would never want to let something like motherhood get between her and her career. And I love so much that you have this contestant, Sarah Beth Lieb, Liebe, however you say it, mother of three, that tried to go all in, and it sounds like was pretty incredible, sang the song Roxanne by the police and was voted by two of the three judges to continue on, but just felt like she needed to pull out on her own. One of the things that Katy Perry said to her on the air is, honey, you've been laying on the table too much. I think that's referring to having babies. If it's not your dream, you might need to leave because there's a lot of dreams behind you. Now, um, I think it's great that she decided this Sarah Beth, Mary Beth, whatever her name is, decided to step away. But why would we want to make someone feel guilty for being a mother of three? Well, what do you think? I, I guess I'm just not taking it the same way that you are. I mean, she seemed, Katy Perry seemed to kind of flip flop at first. At, at first, said, "If this is not your dream, you know, then then quit now and go right, home." Right. Which I believe is true. Right. Don't waste everybody's time. Right. But then, then she kind of flopped, and once she made it so far, said, "Don't don't go home. You've given you've been given an opportunity. Stay and finish it." Right. Which I also agree with. So I I don't. I think Katy Perry kind of flip flopped a little bit, but okay. I agree with what Katy Perry said. Now, not so yeah. much about your playing shaming. on the table, right? Um, 
I don't know, but I, I, I don't disagree with what she said at first. If it's yeah. not your dream, go home. And yeah. then what she said later was, you've been given this chance. So I don't know why everybody's upset with Katy Perry so yeah. much. But Well, I think it's because but, she is someone that could be championing women who are mothers but also want to try to chase dreams. And I think she's couching it as an either or. She says here, self-love is just as big as motherly love. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. that. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. However, I do do agree. I I think most women are not able to achieve it all, all at the same time. Okay. I, I mean, I think it's hard work to be a mom. Yeah. Um, oh, I totally agree. And to work full time. Yeah. And I didn't. I stayed home and I was a stay at home mom and I didn't even do that very well. <laughs> I mean, it was, I, I wasn't that great at it, but I, I don't, I don't think she's that wrong in, in saying it, it's hard to do all of that and to do all of that well. And yeah. so for me, I think it's okay if you want to choose to stay home and you be a stay at home mom. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. It's but, okay. What I wish Katy Perry would have said, and again, she can say whatever she wants mm-hmm. to, but you are a rock star. You are a mother of three. That is obviously where your heart is, mm-hmm. but you also have this gift right. and you're chasing your dream on that. And we want to come alongside you and help you achieve, help you thrive. Instead of basically saying you're a mom of three, you've been on the table too long, go home. Now, maybe I'm seeing it wrong, but I just, I think in this day and age, especially, we need to prop up women. We need to support women. We need to help women. I look at some of the women that serve, you know, in volunteer ministry at Second Church. Mm-hmm. They're juggling, mm-hmm. ch- any church for that matter, mm-hmm. they're, they're juggling young ones at home. Some of them are mm-hmm. working. I'm so glad that they're saying, I still want to be able to use this gift to serve the Lord. And maybe this is a different thing because it's American Idol. I just, I'm tired of hearing from celebrities that are couching this idea that, man, I'm so glad I don't have kids. I'm so glad I'm not a mother. Um, I, I can't remember the the crazy woman's name, but she's doing commercials on social media about how great her life is because she can get up and you know smoke a joint and she can go out and hang out with this guy. And if she had kids, it'd be holding her down. I just I, I think it's a false um, equation that if you have children and if you're a mother, you can't also do this. That's my thought. Well, I think it's one thing to say I'm I'm a mom and I have a job and I'm volunteering at my local church than to say I'm going to pack up and move across the country for months sure. to participate in the singing contest. Sure. That is different. And I don't think you can do both well. Right. Right. I mean, have there been people that do it? Pro- probably and sure, but yeah. not everybody is cut out to do everything right. all at right. once. Delay your dream. Yeah. Wait till your kids yeah. And maybe she will. And maybe she will. Maybe she won't. But I'm also not. I also think if you know you're not cut out to be a mom, then don't do it. Sure. Because that just puts you in a frustrating position and you have children then that aren't really getting the best. I don't know that every mother or every woman has to be a mother. Right. I don't agree with that. Yeah. So. Well, I'm not saying every woman needs to be a mother, but I think we need to champion. I mean, champion men and women that say we're Christ followers and we're going to follow God's plan. I believe it's God's plan. Championing someone does not mean saying you can do all of this. You can do it all. You can go to Hollywood and sing and leave your kids behind. You can do this. Sure. I 
don't think you can. Sure. I yeah. think there's a big price to pay yeah. for people who do choose that. Yeah. Am I upset with people? No. I mean, they may, choose to do that. I but. may just be too sensitive because it just seems like more and more people are coming out trying to say motherhood is, it makes you a second class citizen. That if you choose to be a mother, if you if you make that choice, I'm going to get married, I'm going to be committed to one person mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship, I'm going to have children, that means you're a second class citizen. That means you're at home and just go do that. I, I just disagree with that, I that disagree mindset, with that. quite I, honestly. I do yeah. too, but I also yeah. don't think, I don't think you can be doing all of that work at home. I look at my daughter-in-law who's at yeah. home with two children under yeah. the age of right. 13 months. Right. That just she makes cannot, me tired, by the way, when you, when you describe that. She can't pick right. up and go sure. somewhere. and I agree. And go live out her dream on some stage, even if it were right. down there in Sarasota, right. Florida. At right. Night. right. Her, she can't. You her can't heart's do at it. home. Right. Right. Well, right. Yeah. And I don't know that people that try to do it all. Yeah. I mean, and we're championing them saying, I think that leads us to maybe some mental health issues down the road, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yo, yeah, you can do it all. Yeah. Mm, well, I couldn't, done it. I couldn't do it all. Right. I tried to go back to school when my kids were little. I wanted to go to DAC to become a nurse. Right. And I knew the first week, this isn't going to work for my family. My kids aren't going to be able to deal with this. So So maybe we're not as far apart as I think that we are. Right. But but I guess part of it for me is I think um, depending on who is sending the message, sometimes my antenna is a little more illuminated. Maybe. And maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, But I, I agreed with what Katy Perry said on both counts. Yeah. Now... Do I agree with her saying I'm not going to have kids? Well, well in that's a way, her in a call. Way I do. That is if her you call. You know, you're not cut out to be a mother. Then don't do yeah. it. I, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't think I don't think parenthood is for everyone. I think it is for many people. Obviously, that's yeah. what God commanded us to do: be fruitful and multiply. But not everybody's well, great at it. And this is a whole discussion that's going to go beyond this radio show mm-hmm. or even this segment, but. You look at where we're at in America. I mean, we we are below um, birth replacement rate. You know, most Western countries are well below Hmm. birth replacement rate. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not long term sustainable. So Mm -hmm. I don't even Mm -hmm. want to go down that road Mm -hmm. because that's a whole segment. And maybe we will come back to that. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway. Well, maybe you should watch an episode of American Idol. (laughs) I mean, maybe catch yourself up on it. There is some great talent on there. That's for sure. I think I'll take a hard pass on that probably. But give me the chosen. Give me the Jesus revolution. (laughs) Give me Jesus music. I will tell you something that's pretty wild in my life is one of the constants for me in my entire life. I'm 53, almost 54 is when spring and summer come, I'm all in on baseball. And I got so tired of how much cable was. I cut the cable cord and we do have YouTube TV, but I don't have Cub games. I don't have Cardinal games. So I have had so much more time. Are you wouldn't believe how much I'm reading. That's good. Yeah, it is very good. But um, it's just interesting. And, you know, the Cubs are off to a great start. You know, is there a correlation between the fact that I'm not watching the games so. and they're winning games? You Probably get, not. You okay. guys and your whatever superstition. That superstition yeah. If I do this, if yeah. I wear this, yeah. and if I sit in this chair, yeah. they're going to do that. Well, that's crazy yeah. talk. Someone asked me, you know, what's it going to take for me to go back to buying the Cub yeah. games? And I, I think I'm out. You know, I think when you have bills that are in the $200 oh, range, yeah. I just, I can't do it anymore so i switched anyway. to hulu hulu okay but i don't know if, if yeah. i don't care about baseball so yeah. i don't know if i can see yeah. it i think i probably could well but i don't want to well so. let me know 
if the Cub game's on. Okay. So, all right. Hey, we're going to go to break. When we come back, I want to, you're a former Baptist, uh-huh. and I want to talk about the death of, I would call him a hero. Right. I would call him a champion. Dr. Charles Stanley passed away this week mm-hmm. at the age of 90. Right. Um, even if you don't know that name, you probably have seen him on TV. Right. If you are someone that surfs through the In Touch broadcast, mm-hmm. we'll talk about his life and legacy. You're listening to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 20. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement, too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 20. It's Greg and Steph. We're still arguing about well, this parenthood. Let's talk about something thing. we agree with, <laughs> okay. agree on, and that is that Dr. Charles Stanley is one of the real heroes of the faith, mm-hmm. I would say. He died on Tuesday morning, uh, his home in Georgia, mm-hmm. at the age of 90. Um, he, he is someone that for a lifetime mm-hmm. changed his world in the name of Jesus. Now, one of the things that I love about Dr. Stanley that a lot of people don't know is he grew up in abject poverty. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father died at a very early age. He felt a call on his life to go to go into ministry and to go to school. And it's reported that his mom basically said, Charles, that that's great. We just have no money. Mm-hmm. This, and th- that's not in this article, by the okay. way. Okay. But um, a philanthropist in their church mm. heard about his dream and said, if you go and study hard and commit to serving the Lord, mm. I'll pay your tuition all oh, the way through. Wow. How'd you like to be that guy? Yeah. You know, that, that did that for Dr. Stanley. But mm. um, many people on Sunday evenings would, would lock into mm-hmm. a Charles Stanley sermon that he preached. He was famous for his time at First Baptist Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on Dr. Stanley? Do you have any? 
Well, just he he was such an influential and seemed like a very grounded person. Now, obviously, he had some issues in his personal life, right? Being divorced, right? Um, and you you mentioned that off air that yeah. maybe we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, you, I, I just think he. He didn't seem to have the mega failure sometimes that those mega pastors right. have. Um, yeah, you know, when I was in high school, uh, I had to do a term paper. I think it was my senior year in literature class. And I, I was pretty passionate about my faith at that mm-hmm. time. And my English teacher challenged me to do a, a term paper on the PTL scandal. Okay. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. Jim and Tammy Faye yeah. Baker. Yeah. And, you know, that they just total crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy Swagger right. was a part of the accusations against them. And then he had his own right. crash and burn. And I think of those two situations. And then I also think of Charles Stanley that mm-hmm. was just as prominent on television, mm-hmm. but just seemed very solid. Didn't seem to be a lot of flash, mm-hmm. just kind of, we're going to open God's word right. and let's dive in. And right. I, you know, I think that's something that has shaped me, whether I realize mm-hmm. it or not mm-hmm. is Let's just open God's word. Let's just see what's the word have for us. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thankful for, for Dr. Stanley and for his mm-hmm. legacy. Mm-hmm. Now, him and his wife, they did separate in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And this caused quite a stir within mm-hmm. the Southern Baptist Convention. And they actually were divorced in 2000. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some people probably even listening to this show. Mm-hmm. They're offended that I've used the word hero because mm-hmm. they would say at that point that should have disqualified him. That mm-hmm. should have kept him from being able to serve in local church ministry. I disagree. Mm-hmm. And First Baptist Church of Atlanta, one of the leading Baptist churches in America, mm-hmm. disagreed. They actually voted to and they him. voted to keep him. Mm-hmm. Just that in itself is mm-hmm. just kind of mind boggling, mm-hmm. you know, know but um, what, that they voted yeah the, the whole idea of here's this guy that's <laughs> yeah. led us for 30 years right. um and and yet we're voting do you get to stay or do you have to go mm-hmm. um i i don't know i i think that's a that's a question for for all of us probably you know what 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 are we doing mm-hmm. in, in many ways but mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that he, he was a man that just continued to make a difference even with storms of life coming mm-hmm. his way now his son andy stanley mm-hmm. Um, has went on probably to, I don't know about greater fame, but equal fame within the Christian world, I would say. Certainly a prolific author. His church uh, runs, you know, just crazy. 30,000. North, North, North Point, Point in, uh, what is it? it Georgia? Alpharetta, Georgia. It's it's, yeah. it's North North Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But um, they were alienated for a time. Mm-hmm. They had a real falling out. And I think it surrounded that time of the parents' divorce. And Andy decided to start his own church. And uh, they reconciled. I'm going to post the article from mm-hmm. several years ago that speaks about their reconciliation. And um, it's really touching. But Andy Stanley um, finally had a public statement yesterday, and I sent it to you. Mm -hmm. And I love so much what he shared about his last couple times with his father. He writes, these final few weeks with my dad have been precious beyond words. At the end of every visit, he asked me to pray for him, which of course I did. On my knees beside the big leather chair he was confined to for the past several months, tweeted Stanley. But as I was leaving his house this past Saturday night, he asked if he could pray for me, as if he knew. And then, as was his habit, he said, I couldn't be prouder of you, Andy. He stated that those were the last words that his father said to him, calling them wonderfully weighty words. I will miss him every day until I see him again. You know, I had you read that because I didn't know if I could get through it or not. Mm-hmm. But I want to share that because I think 
there's an incredible opportunity for people at mm-hmm. the end of their life mm-hmm. to leave a legacy, mm-hmm. to have final words. Uh, if you have time today, go to the end of the book of Genesis, and that's what old man Jacob does. Mm-hmm. You know, his mm-hmm. sons come in before him, and he he lays out words of legacy. Some of them are challenging words, but some of them are very impacting words. And, and I think we have a great opportunity to leave that legacy, to pass on final words. And I, I love so much that he was willing to share that. Well, I think even if his own marriage was not a success and people question, should he have been still preaching? I, I believe wholeheartedly that God uses people before their failures and even and after their failures. And I think, you know, it shows that those last words, I'm proud of you. I couldn't be prouder of you. Even when your kids mess up yeah, and they make choices that you're not proud of, you can still find good and you can still look at your kid and say, you know, I, I am proud of you, even through the mess that you've had. Yeah. And God can redeem all of our messes. Absolutely. And so I, I don't know. I mean, that whole part about voting, do we keep them, do we not? That's so... Doesn't that just kind of uh, yeah, yeah, rub I, you the wrong way? I mean... You know? If I mean, if David would have gotten a vote at some times in his life, he would yeah. have gotten the, yeah. let's keep him. But at other times yeah. in his life, he would have gotten the, oh, yeah. let's get rid of him, yeah. as we all would. Right, right. So what a great story of love and you know, redemption. And like you said, the final days, yep. leaving a legacy. Now, now you said there was another death in the Baptist world. There is. And I know you've never heard of this guy, Ron Hamilton, which Ron is, Hamilton. he's called Patch the Pirate. Patch the Pirate. He, was, he sounds like a cool guy. He was blind in one eye and he wrote tons of like Christian children's musicals and things. Okay. And I saw that he died in this week as well after a long, I think, struggle with dementia. Okay. And... Okay. So in the Baptist world, they've lost a couple yeah, big heroes. tough week for the Baptists. I think wow. so. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Patch the Pirate. I'm going to have to check him out. You'll have right. to. Hey, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to visit with a couple very special people. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, April 20. We'll be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free, free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. 
changing lives one decision at a time. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, April 20, and we are blessed to have in studio with us Jim Russell and Beth Bray Connect. Did I say that right? You did. All <laughs> right. Well, thank you all. Now, it's been a while since we've had both of you on Direct Line. I think it went back to June of 2020. I don't know if you remember this or not, Stephanie. We had them on Direct Line. We were pre-recording mm-hmm. at that time. It was a Wednesday. And that afternoon, our world came crashing down when multiple staff people tested positive for COVID. Oh, it was, was the first, the first time, time we had any COVID. Oh, that's yeah. right. We had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I remember. That's right. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks and so, speaking of COVID, we are 37 months mm-hmm. removed from mm-hmm. when that word first appeared in my vocabulary, at least. And, right. you know, the world shut down. And so, I think when we had you on in June of 2020, we were talking about the current state of mental health in the U.S. due to shutdowns, lockdowns challenges related to COVID, um, how would you assess life 37 months later? What, what's happening in our communities? And, and, and what do you think history is going to say about this three-year period of time in relationship to mental health? How, how long do we have? Well, we go, they, Garrett kicks us off at 9 o'clock. So, yeah. Um, part, of, part of what we're seeing uh, across the board, and, and I've seen some statistics that, that back it up that suggest 40% of the American population is dealing with anxiety or depression symptoms. Okay. Not necessarily full-blown diagnosis. 40%. 40%. Wow. That's directly related to COVID. And then Beth ran across some stats a couple of weeks ago from the, the CDC. CDC. Yeah. Yeah. When we started the training about seven, eight years ago, we would tell people that one in four to one in five will experience a mental health crisis in any given year. And now since COVID, it's one in three. Wow. Wow. And so do you think this is something that in the big scheme of things, when we look at life 50 years from now, 100 years from now, is this going to be something that is just a blip on the screen? Or is this something that changed the trajectory forever? That's a hard well, question. That's a loaded <laughs> I know. Question. I know. Um, well, I I think uh, we'll look back on this period of, in in history and see. Uh, we'll we'll continue to examine and re-examine our responses to COVID, how we handled it from a public health standpoint. Yeah, the, the impact it's had on uh, you know, all phases of life. The impact it's had on education. Yeah, uh, the impact it's had on mental health and and services. Um, you know, people were socially um, isolated uh, because of, of COVID. Uh, we didn't have the contacts that we typically have. Uh, kids were not in school. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the concerns I continue to have, and I, I have this conversation quite often with, with educators, and I've got four in my family. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what about the, the younger kids, you know, the right. kindergarten first and second grade kids who did not have the social interaction at school that that 
that those kids that that age group typically had before mm-hmm. COVID. Um, and what we're seeing, you know, I used to love to go into schools at the the start of school year and watch the kindergartners yeah. who are marching down the hallways mm-hmm. hugging themselves yeah. because yeah. the teachers are, are teaching them to keep their hands yeah. to themselves. Yeah. Well, we've got an entire group of kids who totally missed, missed yeah. out on that. Yeah. And then we've got junior high and high school kids who have uh, – gone backwards socially right. um, and you know again the teachers in my family have noted you know there's there's many more um arguments mm. fights right. verbal spats in the schools uh, because kids had that whole period of of not uh, not having that experience so i mean that's going to be one thing that's going to have a long lasting effect um, COVID is probably still going to be here. We yeah. don't have a complete cure for it yet. Right. It's, right. it's probably not going to be as extensive as it was. Right. Um, but you know how do how do we adjust to that going forward? That I mean that's still up in the air. We we don't know that yet. Yeah. Beth, you mentioned first aid training. I think you mentioned it. Um, what is a for mental health first aid training? And I know you have some events coming up in the next several weeks. Talk about that. So with the first aid training, it's basically similar to Red Cross training. We just teach people to make a connection, like to see signs and symptoms that are going on with somebody who may be struggling, and then to connect to services. Or, you know, sometimes it's just simply talking to them. You know, we offer the training every month at the health department here in Danville. Yeah. So the first Friday of the month is the youth training, and the third Friday is the adult training. Okay. And, of course, we will still come out to different yeah. organizations and set the training up. And so if someone wants to get signed up, what's the best way to do that? Um, to either call or email me. So okay. um, we can share those numbers and everything with people. I yeah. Know if you have a website, we can put it on. Absolutely. Like that, so. Yeah. Or they and, can just call or text. Okay. So. And so third Friday, is that tomorrow? It is tomorrow. Okay. Yes, okay. We have like 14 signed up. Awesome. We will take a few more. So. Great. And how long, you said, is it an all-day deal? It or? is an all-day okay. deal. So um, technically it's eight hours. But we never last eight hours, so okay. it's normally about six and a half or so. Okay. And so you said you take that on the road. Give me give me an example. Like, do you go to a church? Do you go to a we school? We go anywhere. What's that look anywhere like? Anywhere that yeah. has five to ten people. So we just got done doing ten trips to Illinois College. They had us down. Wow. So we it's a long there. drive. It was a long drive. We did ten, well, five trips, ten trainings, or yeah. eleven trainings, and then you know, we go to churches and yeah. we go to other organizations. We've done some work employment. We've had some factories here in town that's mm-hmm. had us out and trained their management. Well, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about a lot of things that we hear on the news lately. It seems like you've got people that pick up a gun and go to a workplace or go to a school and start shooting. And it seems like they are young adults. What is happening What's happening that, and, and maybe it's not, maybe it's always been young adults that are doing it, but it seems like young adults don't have coping skills to handle disappointment or conflict. And the way they think, I'm going to fix this, I'm going to pick up a gun and I'm going to take out these people and then I'm going to take out myself. Is that is that becoming more and more prevalent or am I just hearing it there, more? There's, there's so many different layers to that question yeah. and, and the answer. Um, you know, so, some people talk about just the prevalence of guns. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I I grew up in a small town in northwest Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, during hunting season, uh, we would have pickup trucks parked mm-hmm. in the parking lot of the high school, 
with rifles and shotguns in the gun racks Mm -hmm. in the back of those trucks. We never had a school shooting while I was growing up. Um, one One of the things I think contributes to the problem is just a general lack of respect for life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for their own and, life. Well, the, yeah, I mean, they know own, how it's well, going to end, typically, don't they? Well, yeah, sometimes. And, and, and sometimes I, I think people are, are acting so impulsively mm-hmm. in some cases mm-hmm. they don't think about that. And you know, here's the discussion that I've had quite often, again, with four educators in my family. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, we had a dispute at school. There'd be a fight in the in the playground after school, mm-hmm. or sometimes during recess or during school. Right. But it would just be it would be fists and hands, right? Um, right. And, and 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 it was settled after the fight was over, and the next day you were back being buddies again. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, now instead of the young people having a, a fist fight, they're bringing weapons. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, it, it stepped up, um, and. There, there again. There's so many layers and so many issues. Uh, part of it, I think, can be attributed to the the breakup of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of it can be attributed to the lack of adult role models in a lot of these young people's lives. Uh, part of it can be attributed to uh, again poor impulse control that, yeah. that's been fed by not having that that role model to to lead. I mean, there's so so many. It's just like so many other issues. There, there are so many people who want to make it a, a one solution right. uh, to this huge problem, and there's not one answer to it. Right. It's, it's a, it's a multitude of things, and um, I, I also think the fact that there are so many young people who are being raised and being brought up who never know anything about church. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a minister as well as a, right. a as well as a, a clinical counselor. Um, and I think I think that's one of the things that's really missing in 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 our current society. I, you know, my my granddaughters still still go to church, but there's fewer and fewer of their generation who right. participate right. in church. They don't have that support system. Mm-hmm. They don't have those activities that are connected with with being involved in a in a church family. And again, that's not the solution. It, yeah. It's a part of the the solution, mm-hmm. but that uh, that again, I think, is part of the problem. Well, that was a big question. <laughs> a big answer. Well, and a long-winded answer, too. But, uh, again, there's so many pieces and parts. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's still like the, the drug problem. It's like the, mm-hmm. the suicide problem. Mm-hmm. It's like mental health problems. Mm-hmm. If there was a simple solution, somebody smarter than me would have already mm-hmm. figured it out. Mm-hmm. Right. But we still want – we still want simple solutions to complex and complicated problems, and there is no such thing. Mm-hmm. But part of what you guys provide is an opportunity for people to learn learn, and maybe look at some, some symptoms or some signs and say, oh, this is concerning, and maybe we can help. I, I mean, that's what I take away from that's what you guys do in these trainings, right? I've gone exactly. through your training. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't give you all the answers, but it sure helps you think no, about it, it and, yeah. and look at someone and say, yeah, this, I see something that might be going on. Well, and and one of the things we talk about in the training is sometimes we're afraid mm-hmm. to ask mm-hmm. what's going on because we're afraid of the answer we're going to get, mm-hmm. and then we don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. hopefully the training helps answer some of those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we know it's doing some good. You know, we we can't look at 
at suicide rates in Vermillion County and say, oh, they've completely stopped. I mean, they they haven't. Mm -hmm. But we know from talking to people who've gone through the training that they've used the training Mm -hmm. and that they've helped people. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we know that maybe we stopped somebody short of getting to that point in their life Mm -hmm. where they would attempt to take their own life. Mm -hmm. And if we, when we started out, if we said we could change one person's life, mm-hmm. if we could save one person, it'd be yeah. worth it. Mm-hmm. And we know we know it's been more than that. Right. Wow. Beth, let me ask you this, um, and I'll use myself as an example. I went through a really challenging period of time in my life in fall of 2015 into 2016. Kind of a crisis blew up at the church that I was serving. Um, I didn't want to be, but I was kind of in the center of it. My daughter had went off to college, so I think I was grieving that. Um, During that time, I wrestled with, am I depressed or am I just facing discouragement Mm -hmm. um, that that comes in life? I don't really know the answer, although, I mean, it went away. I guess I would say things got better. The church situation improved. Uh, my daughter came home for the summer. How does someone know if I'm really struggling with clinical depression or I'm going through discouragement of life? Okay. What, what do you think? This is actually kind of funny because I always send these over to the LCPC because he has the legal ability oh. to diagnose. <laughs> okay. I okay. do not. Okay. So, okay. Um, so we're going to give it to Jim? You know, I am going to okay. give it to Jim. But, you know, there are times people are sad, and it's okay to be sad. You yeah. know, I'm learning that mm-hmm. really the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times that, you know, I struggle with that too. Like, mm-hmm. am I depressed or am I just really sad? Right. You know, mm-hmm. so – I get up every day. I keep going. I keep mm. moving. So I feel that I'm not clinically depressed with it. I feel like I'm still sad, right. you know. So, but I will let Jim define okay. because he okay. actually has the timeline and everything. Okay. For, for a person to meet the criteria to be diagnosed with clinical depression, the signs and symptoms have to last for two weeks. Okay. Okay. So if if it's impacting life in you know in all the different areas of life, it, mm-hmm. if it impacts work and family life and social contact, yeah, and the signs and symptoms are there for two weeks, then it might be okay. It might be depression. Okay. Um, one of the things I encourage people to do, and and we're getting to the point where more and more people are talking about it, is just mm-hmm. talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, more and more doctors are being better educated about dealing with mental health issues. Uh, we don't have, we do not have the number of psychiatrists that are needed mm-hmm. to address these issues. Right. Um, we don't have enough uh, social workers and clinicians, uh, counselors to address these issues. So one of the one of the frontline uh, responders to mental health issues is the is the local family physician right uh, so you know be, be open and honest and, and talk with your doctor about what's going on and, yeah. and what's happening mm-hmm. yeah so would you say yours was depression Did mine it last wasn't more than two, two weeks? weeks it was more like about eight months <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're I, still well, able to get up and go yeah, you know yeah, and that's I mean, the key too it's sure. not just sad for right. two weeks right. but you i mean know, it's, it's the like first time it impacts everything you can do it's right, the so. first time in my ministry life that i really thought about doing something else I really thought, you know, um, being that Walmart greeter, no offense to Walmart (laughs) greeters, but, you know, I I really seriously wonder, do I want to do this anymore? Honestly. Well, if if you look at ministry, Mm -hmm. if you look at teaching, if you look at social services, if you look at any of the human service Mm -hmm. fields, there are more and more people getting out of Mm -hmm. those areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
um, there there are fewer and fewer fewer people who are going into those areas. Absolutely. So you know, we've heard about the teacher shortage for quite some time. Mm-hmm. We had heard about the nursing shortage even before that. And and that's sort of taken the back burner to the yeah. teaching shortage, but there's still a nursing shortage. Yep. Uh, we we can't find enough professionals in the mental health field right. to provide the services that are needed. Um, and and there, there's just a combination of factors that, that contribute to all of that. Yeah. Um, any any kind of helping profession is hard work. Yeah. And it, and it takes a toll on the, the people who are providing that service. And, and that's one of the things we even talk about in the training is how do you take care of yourself mm-hmm. when you're helping other people? Mm-hmm. Because we wind up burning the candle at both ends. We wind up taking on more and more mm-hmm. stuff and stress. And then if we have something going on in our personal lives, that just that just adds that much more to it. Yeah. Yep. Hey, do you guys have time to stay for one more segment, or do you got to get yeah, out of sure. here? Okay. No, All right. Um, I, I I was going to just do one segment, but I've got a couple more questions I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. So we're visiting with Jim Russell and Beth Bray Connect. You're listening to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 20. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, April 20. We are visiting with Jim Russell and Beth Bray Connect. But, uh, Steph, we could not do Direct Line without some pretty awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Yeah, we're thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. 
So I want to talk a little bit about substance abuse mm. and mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and in full disclosure, um, we're a Celebrate Recovery Church, mm-hmm. so we're all in on mm-hmm. Tuesday nights mm-hmm. trying to help people overcoming hurts and hangups and habits. And I've had dozens of firsthand accounts where people said substance abuse has destroyed my life, or mm-hmm. at least really caused a real challenge in mm-hmm. my life. What, what's the connection? This is for either one of you between a substance abuse problem and increased poor mental health. What do you how think? Much, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a lot of people who have undiagnosed mood disorders. Okay, who don't like the way they feel. Mm-hmm. Okay, they start looking for something to make them feel better. Oftentimes, they turn to a substance that gives them a momentary break from whatever it is they're dealing with on a mental or emotional basis. So it's an escape. Yeah. Okay. It's a coping mechanism. Okay. Um, So I find the substance, whatever it is, it makes me feel better. Yeah. So I use it. I get what I'm wanting out of it because it temporarily gives me some relief. Mm But then I continue to use that substance to yeah. deal with my mood disorder, yeah. and then I get hooked on the substance. Yeah. So now I've got a substance use disorder right. and an undiagnosed mood disorder yeah. that's going hand in hand. And if yeah. I don't get treatment for either one, it just continues to get worse. It's like fool's gold. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, again, we, we still deal with the stigma around mental health. Yeah, um, we're we're doing better. We're talking more about it. Yeah, but it's, it's still there's still a stigma. There's a problem of getting getting access to services, finding someone to help. Yeah, even if you're even if you're wanting help and realize, yeah. you know, it's something that's been going on for six months and it's impacting your life. Yeah. Um, so I mean, again, there's just a combination of factors that that add up to a person who's. Um, who starts using a substance mm-hmm. and then gets to to develop a dependence upon it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Beth, you talked off air about the power of exercise, and I know that's something that I, I think has transformed me and my mental health in a lot of ways. Why does exercise help? Do you think? You know, part of it has to do with like the chemicals that are being produced when you're exercising. Part of it's just getting out of your own head is okay. personally what I think. Um, like I, I am not the LCPC gym as, you know, <laughs> my background's in education. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's just doing something, taking time for yourself, you know, yeah. spending some energy and just focusing and just like. I don't know. Escaping the well, problems. As an educator, no. you know that because that's why they send kids out to recess. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's why you know. recess is no, that's so the important. teachers need the break. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. The teachers. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So. yeah. Okay. Hey, you talk about the stigma uh, with mental mm-hmm. health. You say it's getting better. And I think it probably is. Um, you and I are preachers on Sundays. Mm-hmm. How can churches mm-hmm. be at the forefront of helping break down that stigma? Mm-hmm. Uh, by one delivering the message that ha- dealing with a mental illness is is not a crisis of faith. Right. Mm-hmm. It does not mean your faith is weaker than somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but that that's been a message that that's been delivered within the church mm-hmm. for a long, long oh, yeah. time. You know, if if your faith is strong enough, you won't have these problems. Mm-hmm. We don't say that to somebody who's developed diabetes. We don't say that to somebody who's been diagnosed with cancer. Right. You know, if your if your faith you was more stronger, faith. You, you'd be able to overcome all of this. Right. Um, and, and again, I use the example a lot of, of diabetes. You know, a person develops diabetes because the pancreas is not producing enough insulin. Right. 
So we supplement what the body's not doing with more insulin. Right. In a lot of cases, people suffer mental illness because of a chemical imbalance in the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your brain is producing chemicals every moment you're alive. Yeah. So it's one of the biggest chemical factories anywhere in the world. Yeah. For some reason, some people's production of that chemical gets off balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they develop a mental illness because of it. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, but, there's not but, only a stigma about mental health, but there's also a stigma about substance abuse, I think, within the church as yeah. well. Absolutely. I mean, people, yeah. people are They're afraid like, to. Yeah. You know, you, I've heard people say, you were not born. You know, you chose this. Well, some people are inclined to, I mean, genetically. Right. There, there's and a genetic I just think there's a lot yeah. of stigma about a lot of things. Well, and, and one of the examples I've used before, I had some hip repair surgery mm-hmm. several years. Not hip replacement. Right. Thank, okay. thank goodness and thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I had some hip re- repair surgery. Mm-hmm. Before and then after that surgery, my doctor put me on some pretty strong pain medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thankful for it. Yeah. But the illustration I use is some people have used that same pain medication under their doctor's orders and then gotten addicted to that prescription medication. Mm -hmm. How is that a sign of weakness on their part or or lack of spirituality when they've become addicted to something that was prescribed by the doctor? Mm -hmm. And then I also ask the question, okay, why does that person get addicted to that same pain medication? And I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm such a much better person. <laughs> well, no, that has nothing to do right. with it. Right. Is, is it genetics? Is it medical makeup? Is yep. it a combination of medical yeah. and mental mm-hmm. mental health and and you know all of all of the things that go into who and and yeah. what we are? But you know, I had a, a ministry friend tell me years ago. I shared this with you, Jim, off air uh, previously. He said it would be safer for me to get up in the pulpit and say I'm addicted to heroin than it would be to say I'm struggling with my mental health. I have a mental health crisis. And if that's the case, that's tragic. That's sad. Well, you know? And there, there's so many times that, that people's response in the, in the faith community has been, well, just pray about it. Right. right. Okay. I'm a minister. Right. I'm we want Christian. you to pray. I, be- I believe right. in prayer. Right. But we don't say that to somebody who's struggling with cancer right. or any any physical health malady. Right. We'll just pray about it. No, right. we pray for them. Yeah. But we also encourage them to get the help they need from the right. doctors in the medical field. Right. Mental health is not any different. Yeah. Um, it's not something somebody chooses. Yeah. It's not something they're doing to get attention. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's an illness. It's a sickness. Right. Uh, that needs to be looked at in the same way that any kind of a physical ailment yeah. is, but yeah. it just doesn't happen. And and then you've got even the treatment issues. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I challenge everybody who goes through, through our training to go back and take a look at your health coverage at yeah. work, mm-hmm. yeah. if you have that provided for you, I can guarantee you that the mental health coverage is nowhere close to what the physical health coverage is. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's a it's, great it's, question. It's easier for me as a practitioner to just, to just go ahead and charge a person what they would pay out of pocket yeah. than it is for me or the client to go through all the processes mm-hmm. in order to get mental health services wow. approved yeah. by insurance. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's, it's complicated. It's, it's, it's more difficult than it ought to be. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim and Beth, thank you very much. We're down to our last minute, but uh, thank you for coming mm-hmm. in. Beth, one thank more time. Oh, absolutely. One more time. The trainings first Friday of the month for the Most youth. Of the time. Most of the time for youth mental health and third, third Friday, Friday of the month for adult mental health yes. training. Okay. 
And if someone wants information, just reach out to you guys at Vermillion Correct. County Health it's, Department. Do you want me to get my phone? That'd be 217-516-2298. And they can call or text. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you both for mm-hmm. all that you do. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Um, th- this show ended a lot better than it started. <laughs> we were kind of back and forth on the whole uh, mom shaming thing. But uh, we're thankful for Jim and Beth. It's and actually healthy to be able to have uh, disagreement and there talk you go. about it. There so. you go. Well, hey, thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we hope you will join us next week. Have a great week. So long.